This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, and others with topics that will pique your curiosity. I'll be your host, Taj. Before the judge and the jury Madman on my dime draper But I'm still a class act Megatron 8-1 Lebanon, Beirut Civil war in my mental core Fighting against myself I look in the mirror toy They said I was a bright child Brain LED Now they trying to put my lights out And leave a shell of me I hung around the white crowd No gang felonies Still America's most wanted O'Shea LP Oh, they trying to claim I'm a criminal Who me? Defamation of character Nah Straight to my face, a subliminal Who me? That's defamation of character uh, My personality, it might just split I'm in between a rock and righteousness My personality, it might just split I'm in between a rock and righteousness This is your brain on cocaine songs But my niggas, please hang on, just hang on Today, I'm talking with Jamal Bufford He is an MC representing Ann Arbor, Michigan and also one half of the duo, The Black Opera. We'll be talking about his solo album titled Time In Between Thoughts. Jamal Buffert, welcome to Books, Beats, and Beyond, man. Thank you very much. I'm glad to have you back. Yes, yes, me. I'm glad to be back on. Yeah, man, yeah. You, last time you were on here, we were talking about one of the Black Opera albums. Was that African-American, right? Or no, American-African, right? African-America, yeah. African-America, that's right. Uh, yeah, yep, that is correct. I consider that a classic. If y'all haven't heard that, you need to check it out. Go in our go on the interview section of our of our website and check out that interview, man, and just and and, and check out that album. It's really dope, man. It's a classic. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think it's a classic as well. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what made you decide to do a solo album now? instead of doing something else with the black opera, what made you want to step out and do this? Um, well, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of been our plan for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, since we put out the protect the code compilation in 2015, um, that was kind of, uh, are the beginning of us starting to kind of reveal our individual personas, our individual personalities, um, and our solo music. Um, so 
2015 through 2016, you know, I did a solo album titled Freedom Is. Mm-hmm. Um, Majestic Legend did a solo album um, titled Legend Has It. Um, so we kind of started this kind of, not a routine, but for lack of a better word, like a routine of doing a group album, doing a solo album, another solo album, and then coming back as a group. And so it was always in the plan. When it came out was not really known. It just happened to come out now. Uh, African America, uh, like we might have talked about in the last interview. Yeah. Uh, it was not It was not planned at all. It, it was not in our release schedule or anything. It just kind of happened because of, because of some very unfortunate events uh, that happened in this country. Mm, and yeah. so <laughs> it just kind of happened. And it kind of threw off our original plan, which was Majestic Legend dropping his album uh, that just came out in, I think it came out in May of this year, all this time. So that was supposed to come out um, when African America came out. And then, so that just pushed his album back and as a result, pushed my album back. But it it, it has always been the plan. Right. Well, I, I guess it was. I guess it was great that you guys decided to pause the solo stuff and come together to make that album because you could tell that there was so much emotion in that album. You know, there was so much yeah. you guys had to say, and it was the right time to say it. So that it was. It was good that you guys took that risk, took that that time to pause and do that. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm glad. I'm glad we did it too. It yeah. was. Um, it was necessary, and it was. It was on time. Right. For sure. Right. So, uh, let's talk about the album. Time in between thoughts, man. Yes. Let's talk about it. Title, title. Why why did you call it time in between thoughts? Um, I called it time in between thoughts for a few reasons. One, I was definitely definitely influenced by um some writing and interviews from i don't even know what you would call them uh spiritual advisor uh yeah i don't know that um this guy named eckhart tola okay um and i had recently got not recently but a few months ago towards the towards the end of completing my album i got a book by him called a new earth Oh yeah, and, that's a good book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, and it was an audio book, um, and so I was listening to that, and it kind of just resonated with me at the time, and it was, it felt like uh, a kind of underlying theme of my album already. I was like, this kind of ties into a lot of the things that I'm talking about and my approach to the album, even though it was mostly done already. Mm-hmm. So I started to look up like some interviews of his and so i came across you might even mention it in the book i don't know if you mentioned it in the book or in something else like an interview but he would talk about uh the gap in between thoughts mm. and what and what the gap in between thoughts is um it's kind of like finding small pockets of peace 
and serenity and calm and silence, um, like silencing your brain or, or meditation, um, but without like the deliberate sit down, close your eyes and meditate for 10, 20 minutes. It's just like finding those kind of moments of meditation throughout the day. Oh, wow. Um, hmm. It is what gap, the gap in between thoughts that he mentioned is talking about. And I, I took that. I liked it. Um, but I kind of just wanted to put my own spin on it. And um, so I, I just I just changed that to time in between thoughts. Mm. Um, just because time is like such a you know, valuable commodity in our society, uh, in the world, in modern, modern society or right. the U United States, whatever, you know, it, it really all kind of boils down to time. Um, you know, we talk about, you know, my time is money. Um, you know, don't waste my time. Uh, it's like the only time you can't get back. I mean, it's the only resource you really can't get back. Exactly. Exactly. Even even though people say money is all about money, 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 but it's even like when you break down like how you get paid, it's dollars per hour. How much you get paid per hour? Right. right? So it, it still it still always comes down to time. Yeah, your health too. So, <laughs> you don't take care of it yeah, today. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I just threw time in there, and there it is. So how did that? How did that? Learning in between time the gaps in between time how did that play out how did that help you in making this album did, did was the thought process different or was the, the the way you came up with the music different how did that contribute to the album you know I, like i said I, like most of it was already done oh, okay. so mm -hmm. so that learning that kind of just helped me get closure i guess for the album mm -hmm. like it kind of helped well it definitely so the title track was the last song that i did for the album oh yeah um mm -hmm. which just happened to be the last song on the album but right. it was also the last song that i recorded mm -hmm. and so it was just a good way to tie it all together um it helped me you know i found vocal clips recordings of eckhart tola yeah um to put on the album um, and if you listen to the album, like you'll hear little, little, I guess not really secrets, but like little hints towards the concept throughout the album, um, mm -hmm. that I did with songs and how I structured the songs and certain things that I did with the songs. So it just kind of helped tie it all together and make it complete and like a, you know, like a cohesive yeah. body of work. Um, so that's really what it was. It really didn't, it didn't guide me in writing most of the songs. I, I did, I think it's 13 tracks, um, 12 of which are actual songs that I rap on. I believe nine of those 12 were done uh, a year, almost probably two, over two years ago. Oh, yeah. Because, cause, cause like I said, right. we, you know, this was supposed to come out right. um, last year. Mm -hmm. So, Right. The the last and you might be able to tell, uh not you, but people. People might be able you included, but people might be able to tell. Uh, but the last three songs that I did, which were all within the last few months, were the title track, Time in Between Thoughts, 
um, the song Messages. Mm. And I believe, I want to say, uh, oh, yeah, and the song uh, uh, Defamation of Character. Oh, okay. Yeah. So those three songs are the newest songs that I did within the last few months, uh, right before the album came out. Dope, dope. You said something interesting. You said that throughout the album, you kind of had this, you, you kind of had, you could kind of feel that the time, how the time in between thoughts played out. And, and we're going to play a song yeah. called Aforementioned, right? And okay. and yeah. there was this part in that song where you broke down the beat and you kept saying, I'm a vessel, speak through me. Is that kind of like yeah. the gap in between thoughts you're talking about? As the rain comes down, rain comes down. in sunny Southern California, I woke up with a lot on my mind. Time to let it off. Make the anthems for the free thinkers, the believers, and people trying to achieve freedom. Reach deeper, we gon' make it to the kingdom. I promise, I promise you that. Uh. You know I got my crown on a day. Wear it like a wedding ring, sing you on your merry way. Frerajay, Dorme, Vu, okay, they're awake. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Bells ringing, your shit is finished like hell city. Catching L frequent, the lions, the last 12 seasons. When hell freezes, I'll call it quits. Until then, the beat goes on. Drummers drumming on a 12th evening. Long days, long nights, my thoughts fight. All day, car rides to palm mics. Hard floors, slept on, save loot. Bar tours, slept on, they snooze. They lose, home run, babe Ruth. Brave dudes, home run, I hate to. I go left, left field, I'm out there. Protest, let's kneel, this art prayer Our Father, our Father, who art in heaven Bless me to do this art, this art forever Our Father, our Father, our Father Please bless me to go farther, we just start Time in between thoughts Time in between I'm a vessel, Holy Spirit speak through me I'm a vessel, ancestors speak through me I'm a vessel, sacred truth speak through me Aborted fetus speak through me I'm a vessel, wasted youth speak through me. I'm a vessel, so that Jesus speak through me. I'm a vessel, Abraham speak through me. Please bless me to go farther. We just started. Forever. We just getting started. Please bless me to go farther. We just started. Trying to stay true to my core image Whatever that is, it's all about better balance And trying your best to stay prepared when the weather happens When it rains and snows and sun drops sprinkle When the wind sways and blows I feel sorry for whoever can't change and grow I used to think that I would always stay the same Get old, then I changed up my aim with the arrows and bows They never change like cartoon character clothes they say we need an evolution I stay active to survive and y'all barely moving When some sharks stop swimming they might stop breathing That's why I keep going at it, that's the top reason All Father, all Father, who art in heaven Reason number bless one, do this art, this art forever Cause I all need this father, all father, all Father, please bless me to go Everything farther. else we just started. everything else is icing on the cake Please bless me to go forever We just start. yeah yeah, please bless me to go farther, we just start. Our Father, our Father, yeah. Please bless me to go farther, we just start. Ooh, la, la.
I'm a vessel speak through me. Is that kind of like the gap in between thoughts you're talking about? Or uh, what, what did you mean yeah, exactly. in that part? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's one of the references that I was talking about where we kind of sneak in or hint to the concept. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like if you're, uh, say for instance, you're, you're having a conversation with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And you're talking about uh, food, some dinner that you cooked or they cooked, and you're talking, yeah, you know, I made some lasagna or whatever. Yeah. And they're talking, they're, they're talking, you're listening, and then all of a sudden, like, your mind just kind of, they start, you know, they get the, um, remember the Charlie Brown? Yeah, right, uh, yeah. Teacher voice. Yeah. Yeah. So they, you kind of tone them out. The, you not even really sharing what they're saying. You start thinking about something mm. totally different. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I was, I was going for in that moment. Like mm-hmm. if you listen to it, like it's not really on beat. It's not the same tempo. I wasn't trying to blend it. It wasn't supposed to make sense. Right. Um, it's just, I wanted to capture like a natural thought process that happens with all of us mm-hmm. when, right. you know, you're supposed to be listening and paying attention and uh, on one subject, but your mind just goes a totally, you start, you start thinking about, dang, um, yeah. I'm pay this bill, exactly. uh, you know, yeah. rent's coming up yeah, and shoot, I got to write this rent check and then make sure I get it in, you know, right. and then then you snap back into it like, oh, snap. Yeah, I forgot. I was totally... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Zoning. So yeah. that's, that's kind of what that was. Yeah. I think, I think another thing I like about that song, um, you say that you're looking for better balance in yourself, but you know, in your core image, you kind of said, what, what about yourself? You feel needs balance, you know, personally or professionally. Um, well, I think, I think what I was referring to was, um, it was all about, be- I say it's all about better balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's just talking about, it's kind of referencing everybody in general. Like, I think that's what we all kind of seek. But yeah. if I wanted to focus on myself, I would just say um, balance of what I need versus what I want, maybe. Right. Um, you know, obviously we all have these kind of dreams and aspirations that we, that we want to acquire, you know, whether it's a house, a new car, I want to get married. I want to have a kid. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want this. I want that. I want this. Um, and you might even accomplish some of those things and it might be great. But, um, if you think about it, like, you know, of course, family is awesome. You want to, you know, share your love with whoever you want to love, but it's like, you know, what do we need? You yeah. know, we, we need, a, we need a roof over our head. Maybe for some people, they might not, but roof over our head, we need food, you know, clean water. Uh, you know, yeah. you want to be comfortable. You want to be able to just, you know, pay your bills. You know, you may not need a mansion. You may not need a jet. You may right. not need a Lambo. So just finding that balance of, for me, uh, what do I need versus what I want? Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you what do you what do you think you what do you think you need from hip hop and what do you think you want from hip hop? Is that is there a difference from hip hop? 
Yeah. Mm, that's a great question. From hip hop. Uh, well, I definitely, I would love, uh, I guess I want um, more money from hip hop. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I felt like I put my time in, my 10,000 hours. Absolutely. Uh, at least. Yeah. At least. And, you know, I get I get decent money from from hip-hop, and it's done great things for me. It's definitely taken me all around the world when I probably would not have had the opportunity to go. Yeah. Um, and go for free and go and get paid and do what I love. So that that's amazing and awesome yeah. and great. But, you know... Um, you know, I, I work in public schools here in Ann Arbor, and, you know, it's cool. I definitely enjoy helping young people achieve whatever goals they may set for themselves. But it can also be kind of, you know, kind of tough. You know, yeah. it's not the easiest job. It's not the easiest job uh, working with young people um, every day. You know, summers are great, um, but, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough. And so, I, you know, sometimes I'm like, dang, I wish I didn't have to do this. Mm-hmm. I would want to get all of my income right. from, from rap, from rap. Um, but that's just not how the stars align. So but what do I you, do what what do you do. need? What do you need? What, what do I need from, from hip hop? I, yeah. I think I've gotten everything that I need uh, from hip hop. Okay. okay. I think I have that. Um, I, um, I think... You know, a lot of people recognize my talent, what I've con- uh, contributed to hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, gotten love from all different walks of life, different countries, different cultures, different backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's because, you know, I try to spread love to everybody, you know. Um, not that any other rappers don't i think we all want to be accepted by the world but you know especially you know you can you can see that with the black opera but even before the black opera you know i was just trying to spread love with my music yeah to everybody so i definitely feel that love back i get that love back that's really all i need um so, but yeah, so I would now like, it's just I would the like some more money. From yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I would like some more money from. Yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming soon. I, I feel it. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I if so too. I think if you guys were ever to make another um, American Af- African album, <laughs> Af- African American. I keep saying Af- American. Af- yeah, African America album, something like yeah. that again, man. That I just remember just being on social media and everything. It had a the push for that was just crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that you know, yeah, that was just that was just like what do they say, like lightning in a bottle. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, so I don't know if we'll ever be able to do that again. Oh, absolutely. But, um, yeah, yeah. But you know, when we come back together, I think it's definitely going to be special and monumental. Right. Uh, we're going to take our time with it. Time with it. We're not going to put like a deadline on it, but. It's gonna happen, and when it does happen, I think it's gonna be very special. Yeah, I think um, so too. I think so. Too. But yeah, I mean, it's it's coming. It's coming now. You know, I, I my album, we we did something different with it. We um we decided to put it out on Bandcamp first, mm. um before all the streaming services. Um, Why is that? Just to kind of just to let other MCs to, know. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, no, I mean it was it was to be all the way transparent. It was a it was a a financial move, right? Um, yeah. it was to because how streaming like streaming what, is great. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was just about to get into that. Like streaming is great. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely help, definitely helpful, and you know, in this current time in music, it's essential to be on the streaming services. Um, but it also, you know, it's not the most lucrative route to getting your music out there for an artist like myself or the Black Opera or maybe another handful of artists. So, do you think so, that streaming is? treating the uh, artists fairly in a sense or do you think it's uh no yeah. i would say no mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i would say no i don't think it's treating artists fairly i, I kind of look at um, it like it's like a way to help a napster not come around again you know what i'm saying that's how i see it exactly. i don't i don't see like they yeah. care about the mc i think they just care about their side yeah i i, I don't think it's a fair breakdown uh, i think it definitely could improve um the amount that the artists receive from streams. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's where we are now. So because of that, we decided to put my album out on, because we had been doing straight, like, all right, the album's out, it's on streaming services, go listen to it, go listen to it. And that was the only, like, since, you know, I don't know how long it's been around, maybe four or five, six years. I don't, I can't remember exactly when streaming started. Mm-hmm. But since it started, we were like, all right, this is what we got to do to keep up with, you know, the Joneses. We got to get it yeah. on the streaming service. Mm-hmm. So we did that, but then we we, we thought about it. It was like, uh, all right, we're, we're different. We're not like every other artist. Yeah. So how can we do this differently? So we finally, we, we, we came up with a plan. We stuck with it. Last minute, like the 25th hour, we, me and, and Jess, Majestic Legend, we had a conversation. We were in Europe. My album came out while we were in Europe on tour. And we had a conversation like, all right, do we want to do this? Do we want to put the album out on Bandcamp first? Do mm-hmm. we think that? And, and it's not going to be streamable. You can't stream it on Bandcamp. Like, we're going to put a couple songs up and test the market and see who's really riding with me, with us, with what we do, who wants to purchase this. How's like, it going? We want to do that. And it's going great. Great. And it is it, 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 exceeded my expectations. I don't know if, uh, what Jess's expectations were but it's definitely it's going great and i want to once again i've been doing this fairly frequently but i'm gonna do it again thank you to everyone who purchased the album time in between thoughts it's very helpful um cds are on the way for those who still are into cds or physical uh merchandise of music and then hopefully the vinyl will be coming soon after that but yes it's going great um Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and yeah, if you're listening to this and you say, you know what, I, I want to support too, go to theblackopera.bandcamp.com and purchase it there. But if you just want to listen to it on your, your Spotify or Apple Music or Tidal, that's totally fine too. Yeah. Um, you listen, you listening to it and then telling people about it, that might get a, a couple more ears. They might hear it be like, oh, th- oh, this is dope. And then they might buy it. Right. So, you know yeah i mean whatever route you get to it just get to it right i mean it's this it's up to us to support artists man like 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 uh jamal buffert man if we want to hear more artists like jamal buffert 
they got to live too. So let's make sure we support let's support the artists like like Jamal Buffard. We do. We do have to live. You are absolutely right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Little mama always made Kool-Aid She went heavy on the sugar, it was too great I could do red, or I could do great She throw some lemons in it, hip hip hooray But nowadays, Kool-Aid ain't a part of my diet Shit, juice is bad enough, but when I'm shopping I buy it Can't even trust the water, can you tell me what's in it? I'm only a couple minutes around away from where Flynn is They putting us in the clinics, sending us to the dentist So maybe I'm out my mind, just a conspiracy theorist All of it smoking mirrors, just my imagination Give me one more prescription and give me that vaccination Who you worshiping? Who you purchasing? Once the curtain lifts The verdict's in Feel the burn It's lit The Hillary dab But who gonna stop the police From killing my ass Another unarmed black man Buried today Red, white, and blue The American aid Another unarmed black man Buried today Red, white, and blue That American aid Don't drink the Kool-Aid Don't drink the Kool-Aid The Kool-Aid Don't drink the Kool-Aid Selfie every now and then like rappers drop mixtapes to let them know she still got it, she still popping it. Everybody and they mom and daddy wanna bang drum solo like Phil Collins until the cops come knocking. She still got them options, but the topic is not about her biopics. Just because she posts a couple pictures on the gram doesn't mean she's searching for attention from a man. And even if she was, who gives a damn? Why you gotta comment like your name was Jim Nance or Jeff Van? Gundy, why people so ugly? You need to keep it pushing. Go learn something on BuzzFeed. Who told you we care about what you think about? This woman's picturing if she got some cleavage peeking out. Some of y'all be talking so reckless. You must have been sipping that Kool-Aid since breakfast. Step away from the desktop. Put the mouse down. Go for a walk. Get up out of the house now. You can change, homie. It ain't too late. But put the cup down first and don't drink the Kool-Aid. If you're enjoying Book Speeds and Beyond, do us a favor. Go into the show notes of any episode, click on the iTunes logo to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We just played the song Kool-Aid. What tr- what triggered okay. you to write this song? What triggered Kool-Aid? What triggered Kool-Aid was... Um, it's kind of a, I don't know if it's a theme, it's kind of an underlying theme of a lot of my current music or our our current music. It's just like, it just seems like there's all, there's so many options um, in the world for whatever you want to do uh, or get or need or say or view or play. It's like so many options, mm-hmm. you know, 
and it just it didn't seem like that when I was a kid. Uh, and now with with the internet, um, it just seems like there's so much being thrown at people. It just makes it difficult to to sift through music. Another oh, like, yeah. artist. There's so many artists. Right. There's so many people making music. It's just hard to sift through and decide what you really like versus what's like kind of being forced uh on you right so part of that song kool-aid is that um that's mainly the first verse just you know it's just a lot it's a lot and then that kind of that ties back into the title um and the theme of the, the album time in between thoughts is like so much is being thrown at you buy this you should wear this check this out this is the new wave and you know that can be kind of overwhelming at times. So mm-hmm. you need you need to find that space and that time um, where your mind is clear, it, or you know who knows might what might happen. You might right. not. You might. Who knows? So that's kind of what the first verse of Kool Aid was about. No, no, no. Now you you said something yeah. in the first verse. Before we get to the second verse, you you briefly yeah. mentioned Flint, Michigan. Uh, yeah. And, you know, but we don't hear much about the, the whole lead in the water problem anymore. Right. But it's still there. Yeah. What are they saying locally being in there? Are they, are they still talking about it or even on, yeah, even locally yeah. it's kind of dead? Um, I mean, to the people that I listen to. Yeah. Still being talked about, you mm. know, uh, which actually makes me think of a line I said on the song time in between between thoughts i say um they like they say a lot of things it all depends on which they you're following <laughs> mm-hmm. so um in my circles yes it's still a very relevant and real yeah. uh topic um uh not even topic like life situation right like people's yeah water they're still dealing with lead in the water in flint michigan so Crazy. yeah um so yeah, I mean that's why you know I even though I wrote that two years ago, right? Wow, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's still relevant. Right, yeah. it's it's unfortunately that it's still relevant, man. Yeah. Damn. Um, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 still a problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, they need to hurry up and try to fix that, man. Because that's I feel like it's a conspiracy. I feel like it's a way to get people out of Flint, Michigan. And once they get everybody out, they're gonna fix the pipes and they're gonna like gentrify the area and uh it's gonna maybe <laughs> you know because that, that is that was just horrible yeah it's very horrible situation where are you from where are you from Tosh? Uh, oh yeah I, I i was uh lived most of my life in new york but now based in okay. uh atlanta atlanta georgia okay yeah okay sweet that's my home i was i was born in atlanta oh you were okay uh, yeah yeah i was just asking i was i was just curious because i i was wondering if you seen something similar to that obviously you've probably never you know seen a whole city's water being no tainted like that but no. experienced the, the 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 gentrification oh yeah absolutely new york or atlanta or both mm-hmm. yeah okay but yeah. yeah that would be that would be really sad if that was the case and i wouldn't be but i wouldn't be surprised no um, and that you know that's something that you know, I talk about that kind of in the first verse too. Like, um, I kind of touch on a lot of conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Um, I see it, you know, I read the stuff, you know, um, some of it, 
I might believe some of it. I might not. Mm-hmm. But that's the that's kind of the point. Even even in that world, there's a lot of stuff being thrown at you. There's a lot of theories <laughs> being thrown at you, and it's hard to decide. Like, oh, do I believe this? Do I not believe this? What mm-hmm. am I supposed to believe? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like just like, what do you believe? Uh-huh. Um, and even like when you were asking about um, the Eckhart Tolle. Did he like influence my album? Like, even though you know, I, I've recently started reading a lot of books. Like, even like before, um, I, I formed a friendship with Deepak Chopra. Um, yeah, and his and his right hand partner, uh, who is amazing and and works with him and helps him with with his business, Felicia. Before I met them, I really honestly didn't read a lot of books. Like, mm-hmm. that may sound crazy, but I just no, didn't. Like, yeah. that's just not, it's not the way that I learned. Right. Uh, like, even when I was in school and in high school and college, it's just not the way that I learned. And I know a lot of people are, are similar to that. Mm-hmm. But they started, they started sending me books, so I started reading them. Um, but, like, I try not to, like, put other people's thoughts in my music. I know it's difficult. It's very difficult. Oh, yeah. uh, you're influenced by every, everything. You're influenced by everything. Yeah. Everything you hear, you see, you smell, you touch. Every person you talk to, you're gonna be influenced by them. But I try, you know, I try to formulate my own ideas on what I feel about things and put put that into my music. My own thoughts, my own emotions, uh, my own feelings, and it's, you know, it's tough. But that's that's kind of my goal. Yeah, that, um, yeah, that's really tough. So, yeah. so, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was touching on in the first verse. Like it's so much being thrown at you, even like people telling you how you should think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it can, it can be very o- overwhelming. Yeah. And, 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 and correct me, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, but the second verse seems to talk about how the new Kool-Aid is social media it is, is exactly is that what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. So, in what and, in know, what aspects is it like the new Kool Aid? Yeah. So, it, well, that you know, that verse in particular, um, I was talking about something very specific, mm-hmm. um, you know. But it's still like you get inundated with a lot of information, um, you know. And I, I I I take the things that resonate with me, and I may put a little sprinkle of of that in it. You know, yeah. I try not to like. I definitely don't do verbatim what other people tell me or say or mm-hmm. I read. I, you know, that's just not me. And there's right. nothing wrong with doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just not me. And so with the second verse, it's it's kind of talking about um, when you see, you're on social media, right? And there was this, there was a time, like I said, I wrote it a couple years ago. So there was, I mean, I'm sure it's still happening, but there was a time when, you know, a person, I'll just say a person, would put uh, certain things on the internet um, and then they would get kind of hateful comments. Maybe not even hateful, but just unwarranted comments, you know, and it was this whole thing like a woman would post a selfie, she might, it might be a little, you know... Uh, I wouldn't even say provocative, you know, but showing more than a typical picture, like if yeah. he was 
posting on a, a, a work photo on right. Facebook or something, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, and it was kind of just talking about, and I, I, in another way, I had to check myself um, from even thinking I would never post on anybody else's page, like questioning them or telling them what they should post. But sometimes I would, this would go for men, women, children, whoever that like when people would post a whole bunch of selfies, um, in my mind, there was a time for sure when I'd be like, "Oh my goodness, why are they posting so many selfies?" Like, come <laughs> on, like. Yeah. But then I had to check myself and be like, "That's none of my business." Like, what this person wants to post on their page is their business, and I could just get off the page. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it has nothing to do with me, and you know, I wouldn't. Like I said, I would not post a comment. Never do that. But I might think something. But I had to check myself and change that. Because mm-hmm. it's like what that person does to like bring them joy. It, it, it again ties back into the theme of the album, Time in Between Thoughts. Right. What that person does on their own time to like bring them little pockets of joy and happiness. If they want to post a, a selfie a day for 365 days a year, let them do that. Right. Like that's their, their choice. So in a similar vein, you would see men commenting on women's pages like, if they post a, a picture of themselves showing uh, a little more than they would on, you know, a different type of, you know, when they're fully clothed or something. Yeah. Their men would be like, well, oh, why you got to show that? You don't got to do that. You beautiful without showing your skin. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, posting, uh, baby girl, you know, and I, and I would read them and I would just be like, bro, like you, why? It's not, like let that woman live her life. You're right. not her father. You're not her man. Her boyfriend. Yeah. Like you know, it's interesting. Probably doesn't even know you. Yeah, I, like, I think she probably doesn't even know you. <laughs> and even if you do know her, it's still none of your. It's not your place to comment and tell this woman what she should do with her body. I think the interesting thing about that, when I was listening to that verse and what you're saying, I was thinking when when you read these comments this is probably what a woman goes through like every day like when you talk about they always getting yes. hollered at or, or hit on yeah it's that's yes. literally what we're seeing every day is in those comments i'm like dang and that that it, could be annoying as hell right <laughs> absolutely and i actually wrote i wrote a song about that specifically like what you just mm-hmm. so what i what i talked about in the second verse of kool-aid kind of it kind of like uh told the line and go in that direction, but I didn't really go fully there. But I wrote a song um, called "Get to Know Ya" about that specifically, about the cat calling. Because you remember, there was a time again. This was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a couple videos that had gone viral or that were on social media um, of the whole cat calling thing, like a woman walking down the street in like a 10 minute span, like the amount yeah, of men that, right, would, I that. that call her. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and it, that could have been, that could have been fake or made up or contrived or whatever, but it, I'm, I know it happens. Mm-hmm. I know for sure it happens. And so I wrote a song about that and it did not make the album. Um, it may come out still one day, but yeah, I talked about that specifically, like men approaching women because also around that time, there were women being murdered be, for like for just rejecting men, like mm. telling a man would ask for a woman's number and the woman would say no. 
and the dude would kill her. Crazy. That like there was several occasions of that happening. Uh or get physical or hit her, whatever. Um uh, can I take you out on a date? No, no, thank you. And then the dude would get mad and then get physical and get violent with the woman. So I wrote a song about that. Did not make the album. Uh Majestic Legend. Uh he wrote uh one of the hooks. I wrote another hook. He produced the beat. Um, I think last minute, um, I know with, with Jess, he, he wasn't like the vibe, he didn't like the, the total vibe of the musical direction of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I, I wanted it on the album for sure, but the fact that it didn't make it, I was like, all right, maybe we could change some things up. And because I, I didn't thought about like someone might think that how the verse went that I was trying to, because of now what's going on currently with the me too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Someone might think, Oh, this is a very poor attempt to try to get in good with the me too Mm. movement thing and just Mm. try to hop on that bandwagon. When I wrote the song before I even heard of the me. Right. So, but because of that, I was like, all right, yeah, maybe it shouldn't go on the album. Maybe we can kind of take a different approach to make sure people are clear on what I was trying to say. But yeah, that was, that stood out to me. That was an important thing that I felt I needed to say. And I hope um, we can figure it out and get the song out because I think it needs to be said for right. sure. Oh, absolutely. I think this, if you could do it in a way, like you said, doesn't feel like you're riding the bandwagon, um, it's definitely uh, important to get out now. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's amazing. It, I have, it's amazing how much is coming out now. It, it makes you look at, it makes me look at women totally different now. Like, what it yeah. means to what it means to feel uncomfortable, what it means to be in a situation and how you react to it. Because a lot of people, when they hear about what's going on with women, they're like, that was me. I would never do that. You know, what I'm like, no, you don't know what you would do in a situation. You really have no right. idea right. how you would react. And just hearing how long they will hold this in because they know it can hurt their career or hold it in because right. they would be embarrassed. You know, I, some people might think that's silly, but, yo, you don't know how you would react, man. Just hearing about the new stuff coming right. out with... um. What's that judge Kavanaugh? That lady came out. Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah. like she's been holding that since high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You might think that's kind of crazy, but you don't know how you would react in those situations. So yeah, I think songs like that would be important if you can display it in a way that doesn't seem like you're just trying to capitalize on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I I know so many women, so many women who have dealt with situations like this and been assaulted, you know, been abused. And it's crazy to me that they have to, to deal with this. And it's kind of, I don't want to say it, it's accepted. That's not the right word, but um, so I was like, yeah, 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 this happened to me. It happens to like yeah, a lot of women, all my friends, you know, or a lot of my friends. And that's just crazy to me. That yeah, it is. That's, that's how it is. Yeah. So, you know, any anything I can do to bring light to that and, mm. you know, let men know that we got to step it up and be better, uh, myself included. Uh, yeah. Because I'm, per- I'm far from perfect. Um, no, like I... Can, I hopefully, hopefully you hear that in the album. But, yeah, we all, we all could do better. Yeah, because sure. I, I, t- I keep telling people that I'm a sexist until women say that I'm not one because I benefit from yeah. from this this patriarchy. You know what I mean, even if I don't yeah. want to, 
But until they say yep. I'm not sexist and they say it's good, then I'm not a sexist. But until then, I know I am. So. <laughs> Before the judge and the jury Madman on my dime draper But I'm still a class act Megatron 8-1 Lebanon, Beirut Civil war in my mental core Fighting against myself I look in the mirror toy They said I was a bright child Brain LED Now they trying to put my lights out And leave a shell of me I hung around the white crowd No gang felonies Still America's most wanted O'Shea LP Oh, they trying to claim I'm a criminal Who me? Defamation of character Nah Straight to my face, a subliminal Who me? That's defamation of character uh, My personality, it might just split I'm in between a rock and righteousness My personality, it might just split I'm in between a rock and righteousness This is your brain on cocaine songs But my niggas please hang on, just hang on I'm in the kitchen like Raekwon, Chef Apron Over the stove with the flame on, Wolfgang sauce Champion sound, yours ambient style Way too many flows, I'ma start handing them down Goodwill, till Emmett gets real justice I'm still busting through bicuspids to feel something People shoot to kill, hunting automatic weapons like smartphones In every household like big farm codes Drug industry, gun industry, hey, it's all the same They love killing me, they call it free publicity I can see why some people flip out Now you see why we wanna dip out Panic leads to frenzy, and in return the frenzy leads to panic I might move to Canada, if not I might just leave the planet Oh, they trying to claim I'm a criminal Who me? Defamation of character Straight to my face, a subliminal Can't be me That's defamation of character My personality, it might just split I'm in between a rock and righteousness My personality, it might just split I'm in between a rock and righteousness we just played the song Defamation of Character. I love this beat on this song, man. Yeah. What 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 was the message yeah. here? What's the message here? Yeah. That's a lot of people's favorite. I don't even know if it's a lot of people's favorite song, to be real. They might not even care about me being on it or what I'm saying, but I know it's a lot of people's favorite beat. Yeah. For sure. It's a lot it's my it's one of my favorite beats. Uh like I said, and that was one of the last songs that I did. I was produced by uh, this young cat named Monsoon mm-hmm. uh, from 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 where I'm from, from Ann Arbor, crazy crazy on the beats, super dope. Um, what was I talking about on that song? I don't. What was I? Ta- I don't know. I think uh, I think some of the things I was talking about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I was. I would think so, some of the things that stand out to me. Some of the lines you you were like, um, my personality it might just split. I'm in between a rock and righteousness. Break that down, man. Yeah. Yeah, so again, it's that whole balance thing and and finding peace. Um, you know, another theme of the last couple years has been mental health, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is super important and yeah. needs to be talked about. 
Um, but again, if you talk about it too much, people think you're just doing it, yeah. you know, bandwagon. Yeah. So it's, you got to find that, you know, again, toe that line of not overdoing it, but definitely talking about it because it's important. So that's what I was trying to do again. Um, and you'll hear a lot of mental health references in, in my music and the Black Opera's music. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I, you know, it's a lot that goes on in my mind and everybody's mind, you mm -hmm. know, um, I would, I would, I would not venture to say that I'm, you know, I, I deal with depression on a regular basis. Cause I know a lot of people who truly do deal with depression right. and, and I wouldn't compare, you know, what goes on in my mind to that. Right. Um, but but you know we all struggle with things absolutely we all struggle with things so so when i was talking about uh my personality it might just split it's kind of like you know man sometimes i i battle with myself on a lot of things mm -hmm. uh, and not just not just right and wrong um you know that's part of it um but it's just what decisions should i make with my life should mm -hmm. i go this way should i go that way um and stuck between a rock and righteousness, you know, that's a reference to like being stuck between a rock and a hard place. Right. It's like, no matter, like no matter what decision you make, it seems like it's going to be the wrong decision. And it's like, man, I, you know, I'm down bad on, on my luck right now. Nothing's going my way. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a reference to that, but I kind of wanted to put a spin on it. And, and, you know, a rock and a hard place makes it seem like, Dang, there's no way out. I got two I two walls closing yeah. in on me. But when you say between a rock and righteousness, it it puts a different spin on it. It's like, all right, I'm stuck between this this thing that's trying to con constrict me and confine me, right. this wall or this rock. But righteousness is like what I'm searching for. It's like, right? How do I how do I get there and away from this other thing. Yeah. It seems like an obvious choice or an easy choice, but it's not. It's not. Sometimes. Right. You know, so yeah. that's why I say I'm stuck between a rock and righteousness. I like this song because like what you just explained now is just talking about, and it's called defamation of character. I like how you're talking about even the decisions you make can depend on how your behavior is going to be and how you can project yourself in the world and how people are going to see you. You had that part of the song, right? And then you had another part of the song, and, and I'm gonna quote a line, and it kind of really talked about, to me, how society deals with black men. You said, "Drug industry, gun industry, it's all the same. They love killing me. They call it free publicity." Yeah. Whew. Yeah. yeah. Um. And some people might hear that, and you know, they could definitely break it down even deeper and mm -hmm. pick it apart um i was i really wasn't trying to get too deep with that um i kind of just like how to rhyme <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean you know and 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 that's not all that's not only black people that's that's it's you know really with these uh, assault weapons yeah. um how easily they are to to get in this country right um that's an America problem. That's just that's yeah, not only a, it a, is. a black person problem. Right. That's an America. That's that's a white people problem. That's that's all our problems. Mm -hmm. You know, it should not be this easy to get assault automatic weapons. Crazy. Um, yeah. So that's that's that part. And then the whole the the uh, the pharmaceutical drug industry. Um, and I work with young people. Uh, you know, I don't have kids, so I, it's tough for me to speak on this. 
Um, I, I would, I think it would be dope if we could find alternatives to drugs, especially giving drugs to kids yeah. and kids that, that can't make that decision for themselves. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I know I see the work that, that pharmaceutical drugs has done for some of the young kids that I work with and it's helped them in right. some cases. So that's tough. But, you know, I think again, it's like, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot being thrown at you. It's, it you is. know, it's like, boom, this, this kid, uh, he talks, he talks a little louder than the rest of the kids. Um, uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> he like breaks out and, you know, into beatbox or he might bang on the desk here and there. Oh, let's give him some drugs. Like, how was that? Uh, how was that with you working in schools? Did you see that a lot? You see a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a social worker. Right. Um, you know, I didn't study youth work in college and none of that. I just kind of, honestly, hip hop is another thing that, you know, I'm thankful for hip hop for. It led me to working with young people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not like an expert on it, but I definitely, I see it. I see um, the prescription drug culture um, and how it, how prevalent it is in schools and with young people and their diagnoses. And, you know, I just, I just question it. That's all, yeah. you know, I, I question it. Um, but yeah, so I touched on that in that line. Um, but yeah, on the other end, you know, just talking about being black in America, which was obviously the whole theme of African America, the album, mm-hmm. I kind of touched on that. And yeah, defamation of character. It's like, shoot, what's my man's name? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Botham? Oh yeah, Botham John Jing. Yeah, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly that's it. That's that what I'm it. talking about with defamation, yeah. of, defamation of character. That's exactly the case. Rest in peace to him. Mm-hmm. Like now they're talking about, well, he had weed in his house. Like I know, what? like they they searched his house, but not hers, not the cops. Right. Like right. Crazy, crazy. That's 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 gonna be an interesting case right there. Like. Everything is so backwards in that case. Like, yeah, something's got to yeah, break. It is. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? What do you want people to mainly take away from this album? Time in between thoughts. Hmm. What do um, I want people to? When they listen to this album, I want them to feel like it's an album that they can play when they want to relax, get away from anything that might be troubling them or bothering them or heavy on their mind or weighing on them. I want them to be like, you know, it's a lot going on in my life. You know, they may be a little stressed. I want them to be like, let me throw this album on and help me relieve some of this stress. That's, that's one thing. Um, I want people to hear my skills and yeah. know that I'm really nice <laughs> on yeah. the microphone. Yeah. I want that. Um, and I want people to hear um, just a person dealing with their thoughts. Right. You know, um, which is, you know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of rap music today. And I think that's good. Like, you know, you know, I love, turning up and you know going out listening to turn up music and getting hype and 
you know, whatever young rapper that's got the newest hit. Like I, I love it. Like mm-hmm. keep it coming. But that's that's I know that's not my role. Um, and so for anyone who wants to listen to someone just trying to figure it out, you know, figure this life thing out, figure their own life out. Um, I hope they can get that from my music. Well, I will say they definitely will with this album. I meant just having um Thank you. this the, the 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 guru or the um the um person talking in the intro just the, that vibe it starts to give off. I think it, yeah. it it puts you into that that mode of okay, we're we're about to hear an album that's about self-healing and and getting through situations and you definitely got that yeah. across with this yep. album. Definitely did, man. Yeah. Well, and you can do yoga to it. Yeah. All my yogi homies. Yeah. Uh, you can meditate to it, or maybe not. Whatever, but <laughs> yeah, yoga's cool. <laughs> well, Jamal Buffard, I just want to say thank you so much for being on Books Beats Beyond, man. Not a problem, man. Thank you. Um, great interview once again. Uh, great questions. So, thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Jamal Buffard about his new album, Time In Between Thoughts. Um, If you like it, go inside the show notes, click on the links, and it'll take you right to the storefront where you can purchase it. And as you know, when you purchase the music, you help support the artists and you also help support the show. And also, go inside the show notes and click on the iTunes logo where you can subscribe rate and leave a review and remember every time you go on there and subscribe rate and leave a review it allows more people to be able to be aware of the show so until next time let's read listen explore